When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi. Hello. Welcome back to Old Millennials for Patreon. Uh, we have lots to cover because this has been a very fun month of reality television. I think that we should start first and foremost with one that we watched together last week. Um, and what was very we fun about them. together last week. Two together. We watched two together last and week. Excellent choices on our parts to watch them together. I, you know, I think it's the first time we've watched live i say live with you know quote marks but the fir we, first time watching love is blind together at the same time in the same room on and the release day <laughs> on a release day and i gotta say like we should make it a tradition at least for finales moving forward or premieres because i had a lot of fun and what is amazing is like i knew we had the same reaction about things but knowing just like almost the identical reactions we had to just about everything we saw in front of us And that Sean agreed, and Sean was there too, and Murray, I will I'll add, like Murray was an important part of the conversation. Um, it was, how do you sum up these last two episodes, Margo? I'm not sure. I think we should do it the way that we've done it before, which is like, we can just take it couple by couple and yeah. talk about their, I almost said performance. That's not what I mean. But like, But <laughs> Their appearance, performance, what, however you want to phrase it, um, yes. across the finale and the reunion. I think we should yes. just do it that way because I think that's the easiest. And maybe we should start from like best to worst. So, do you yeah. want to start with SK and Raven or Alex? Well, let's get Alexa and Brennan out of the way just because we're like, yeah, okay, of course. Nothing. Yeah, nothing there. So, so like, obviously things are good. Um, Alexa was our great low energy queen as usual. Um, And just offered really great commentary. And I really appreciate Brennan being, I mean, SK also defended a lot of the women too, but Brennan was the first to be like, you know, calling out the bullshit of and the audacity of Cole and Bartise in many of their situations. I was very happy they made it to the altar. Both said yes. And um, I now follow both of them on Instagram. They're very cute with their dog and like they're putting, you know, holiday Doesn't photos out there. have like unhinged <laughs> Instagram captions. Like yes. they're all like yes. rap lyrics. And it yes. was so funny because I think it was 
was I talking? I don't remember. But I was talking about him with someone, and we we're both like, "Yeah." And he like slightly edges out Lauren's tall white husband because he was never like in a rap group. Cut to finding Brennan's Instagram, and they're all <laughs> rap lyrics. And you're like, "Ah, buddy, we were so oh close. We could have had it all." But what I have to say is that I don't. The, uh, like Brennan, Brennan and Alexa's story ended exactly how you thought it would. I think they're very sweet. They're very in love. I'm extremely happy for them. But the one thing I don't appreciate on the part of like Netflix editors was in the promo leading up to the finale, they tried yes. really hard to make us think that like yes. Alexa walked out and Brennan was crying and having doubts, but none of that was in the actual show. It was all Not just manipulated all. through the trailer. And I don't appreciate getting Frankenbitten like that. Like you guys no. have plenty of drama, especially around Nancy's family, which we will get into. And I mean, oh that was God. completely 100% warranted and correct, but like, and the way that Barty spoke to her family, if he spoke that way to my family, he would not be alive to be a part of the reunion. But it, that's Likewise. neither here nor there. Um, I did not appreciate that because, like, what's so wrong with having a couple be successful? Like, isn't that kind of the whole point of the show? Like, why couldn't you guys just, like, allude to a happy ending or just, like, not even include them in the, the trailer at all then? Like, I don't know. That just felt kind of shitty. I think it felt shitty. Um, I think that, yeah, it just was unnecessary considering they just seemed perfectly happy. One thing I will say about uh, Alexa before we jump to one of the other couples is what I said to Dad you. Dad chewed gum walking her down the aisle. Oh, my God. Bunkers. <laughs> yes. Yes. First off, her dad is just very kind of creep vibes. And I did, of course, a little Instagram research the last few nights and okay. found. Wait, was your so theory correct about her stepmom being her former nanny? No, so it was okay. not, but she is quite young. And it, what it looks like is that Alexa and her brother and sister are first marriage mm -hmm. um, kids. And then they have since had younger siblings with the with the stepmom. And I think she and her, it looks like the stepmom's been around for at least five, six plus years at this point. Um, but yes, she is definitely younger. Um, I don't, Wait. I couldn't capture what the age difference was, but yes. But then what about Alexa's mom? Like she wasn't involved at all. So I kept trying to figure out what the deal was there. Um, I don't know if her mother died or if they're divorced. I'm not sure. And I was trying to find that out and I couldn't find it. So if there are any sleuths listening, please like let us know. Um, but based on Instagram, I had not been able to figure that out. Interesting. Yes. So let's get into next couple. So I think SK and Raven are a great place to go to next. Um, I mean, the twist at the reunion made me very happy. I think if you paid any attention to social media, you kind of had the idea that they were that they got back together after she said no or he said no. I feel like him saying no at the altar was actually really surprising, but I was yes. only as equally surprised by Raven saying yes. And I think we talked about it a little bit on the last episode about how like you could tell that she was very smitten because she like dorkily tucked in her napkin into like her dress on their yes. final date together. And you're like, that's when you know you're really being yourself. Um, but I was kind of surprised that she was going to say yes. I, I think that the reasons that he said no all kind of made sense. And he kind of like hints at it at the reunion where like she wasn't ready to move yet. And I think everybody latched onto the yet. And that's when we found out that they were actually together. And then I saw... I forget where, but like either on a podcast or somewhere, someone had talked about how 
they had actually seen Raven around their Berkeley high rise complex, like in the gym. Oh, and they didn't really, but they had never seen SK, so they weren't really sure. But they knew that she was like around. But it's apparently the same building that SK also lives in. Okay, so, so as far as you know, dragging you to Cal campus and having you run into SK, I guess we got to put those plans on the back burner. I think that or I think that uh, Raven and SK kind of almost take my top spot for favorite couple they were just so cute and she like loves his family so much and I just his little speech about how he didn't even know what Pilates was and he like didn't care but then afterwards he like looked up what Pilates was and he's like and I think that everybody should do Pilates (laughs) he's just they're just so cute and I'm so happy that it worked for them me too. I've so there are two others that I've been following since the show ended on Instagram, and they're very sweet and adorable together. I think what I also like about them is that um, I think Alexa and Brennan are a great couple. I don't think that they're. I don't want to say realistic because I think they are like they're real and like love each other. But I mean in the sense that I appreciate that SK and Raven had some real challenges in their relationship, and the point at which they are today came with you know, challenges that happen, even like him saying no at the altar. I like that they're in this position now where they're together and it's on their terms and it's not because of the pressure of a reality show, but it is in fact the reality show that brought them together because otherwise they would have not probably talked to one another. And so to me, I agree with you. They're definitely my favorite couple. Um, If they are, you know, in town, let's hope we bump into them and become friends with them. It doesn't seem that hard. So in terms of Colleen and Matt, I think that we should definitely talk about kind of the it's like the middle road of the road of for me, because it's like, yeah, they ended up together. But like, I think that they are a couple where, you know, it just it could have really gone either way. And I don't know if I would have been happier with them not ending up together or ending up together. I wasn't really sure either. I felt like they were both wild cards because Matt had shown us up until the finale that he was prone to simply bailing when the going got tough, which is truly a vow that you have to take and say that I will not bail on you when things are less good. But Colleen, too, I think that, like, she gets a lot of shit for being shallow and, like, only caring about the fact that she's a ballet dancer. But being a ballet dancer is kind of like a big deal when you are one because it's so insanely competitive and the amount of stuff that you've had to go through to become a professional ballet dancer yeah. is kind of traumatic. But I also feel like Colleen suffers a little bit from she doesn't know who she is yet. And so I think that's what really kind of made her the real wild card of like, is she going to say yes? Like, I really could have seen it going either way. And also, as we established, her parents have like quite a large age gap between them. I it was apparent during the episode where they met where Matt met her parents but it became even more apparent during this wedding where he mm-hmm. her ha- her dad has to be at least 80 years old and I'm not exaggerating there and her mom is probably in her 60s maybe 50s like I would say it, if she said 50s I'd be like yeah that tracks that tracks it's very interesting so I have a question about that I'd like to know more but uh, the other thing, um, I didn't know there was another sister. So we, I think we saw the sister mm-hmm. very briefly at the wedding. Um, and then Matt's mom's hair style. We need to talk <laughs> about, about that a little bit. Uh, it's a if- very typical, like Texas mom. Haircut. Oh yeah. 
I think it is. I think you referred to it as like the reverse Kate Gosselin. Like there's a little and it's got very like I would like to speak to the manager energy to yes. it. Yes. And I do believe didn't she like kind of like make it a fun color like some streaks in it so, for the wedding. So Am I mistaken? Very. So she had the you know brown hair with the very chunky blonde highlight look. Uh, which never we left in 2004 you know when people talk about dyeing your hair in a color that's found in nature um this is not it this is not it (laughs) yeah matt seems his friends especially seemed pretty i wouldn't say against them getting married but we're very like dude you never got over your ex do you think you should be jumping into another relationship and that's like i don't hear the problem and I know a lot of people were like, a wellness check on Colleen after the reunion. But I just think that she was generally really uncomfortable. Like, there just was sort of, I don't really think that we have anything to worry about in terms of their relationship. Mostly because also, Alexa and Brennan and Raven and SK, the, those three couples are pretty tight now. And the girls had no problems piping in if they felt like someone wasn't being honest or truthful. So I do feel like... Yes. If something yes. was amiss, they wouldn't have just sugarcoated it. But Completely. beyond beyond that, like, I thought the most interesting thing and maybe probably the thing that made me feel, I wouldn't say confident that the relationship is going to last, but, like, confident that they're not, that maybe they're, like, taking the right steps to, like, work on themselves while being together is that they don't live together, which I know some people thought was a red flag, but I think it's actually not think- bad. And, like, the whole lease thing kind of makes sense to me, especially when you realize that Colleen literally has, like, four part-time jobs. That girl yeah. can't to break a lease. I'm really sorry. Like, I'm not trying to be rude, but reality TV does not pay you that much at all. As evident, no. if you've ever watched any season of Drag Race, like, they barely make any money. I know it's like 100K now, but like, the amount of money that you have to invest even beyond that show is anyway. That's that's a whole separate argument. But like, they don't get paid a lot for being on Love Is Blind. No, I don't. I think Matt's a VP of like his own company, so I'm not really sure that he's really raking it in. And Colleen truly like works part time in PR as a ballet dancer and like as like a paralegal. <laughs> you you bring up a very good point, which is that SK and Raven and Colleen and Matt had different paths in terms of what they said at the altar, but ultimately live kind of similar lives now, even if one is officially, officially married in the state Mm -hmm. of Texas. Right. Uh, I think that they both are represent something that we don't see enough of on love is blind, which is kind of like a realistic exit out of it, which is to say that like Colleen and math chose the path of getting married, but live separately and are like, Basically, they may be legally married, but it's almost like they're they're finally getting the dating component done. And then SK and Raven realized that, like, logistically, this could be a really big nightmare if you are living in op- different states and married. So they decided to, you know, start dating for realsies this time, like, and see how it works out. And for I think they're better for in for both of them. That is the best thing that they could have done for themselves. So I t- like you. I'm like supportive of them choosing to live in separate homes, especially, you know, life as a 25 year old with four jobs, like the group house life, you are, you know, every house has different rules and leases and who's on the lease. Like that shit gets messy very quickly. Yeah. And it kind of seems like a lot of people came onto Love is Blind being like, LOL, this isn't going to work for me. And they're all the ones that ended up with people. And I think- What's true for Raven and SK, which is their relationship is able to thrive without the pressure of being married because you just have a different set of expectations when you get married of like what it's supposed to look at, look like versus Matt and Colleen, where I think that they are 
shunning the pressure of getting marriage and just or pressure of being married and just sort of like going with what works for their marriage. And I think both are right. There's no right way to be in a relationship like you will be faced with your own separate set of circumstances. And I whatever. I think that the least thing is a completely valid reason to do whatever you want. Like it can be expensive. These like crappy high rises that like lock you into expensive leases that give you like a large penalty fee if you leave or having to think about and consider other roommates who maybe like hold over your head the fact that they like held down your spot while you were on this dating reality show might also kind of come up like you don't know the dynamics behind the scenes so they're still together and I hope that it's not because they're con- like, have you heard the rumor that like they're contractually obligated to be together until they like film the like one year reunion episode, like the one that we got um, from season two, Love is Blind. And that's why everybody like announced immediately after like that oh, they were all getting divorced. Interesting. I did not. It's like the that Bachelor, makes, you know, like on the, on the Bachelor, like if you get engaged like with the ring like if you break up like you have to give it back because it's like abc property and like ab if you get married like abc has to offer you like a wedding special or whatever like there's just like a bunch of like contractual stuff that goes with it that i wonder if that applies to love is blind in any way shape or form that's really interesting i had not heard that but it makes a lot of sense because not only you know the two couples from season two simultaneously announced their separations within the same week and then those episodes the post reunion reunion episodes aired like two weeks later right I think it was something it was very Mm -hmm. shortly thereafter so I think that seems to check out for me um when you say that on to couples that didn't make it and probably for the best oh my god Uh, let's talk about Cole and Zeneb um I think that this is (sighs) Cole, what's interesting, and we'll get into Bartiz later. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. But I think you and I kind of thought this as we were watching, which is that Cole, there is some possibility in this world in which Cole could maybe grow up tomorrow 
learn how to be an adult and how to be in a relationship and could maybe move past his problematic behavior. Um, But if in the meantime, there are so many red flags. I think the biggest surprise for me out of them not ending up together is not that they didn't end up together, but rather uh, that Zeneb took all the way to getting to the altar and exchanging vows and saying, you know, is love is blind? Yes, no, uh, to give her speech. Well, was it on the reunion that someone said, like, you have to walk down the aisle? Like, if you've made it up to this point, like, producers oh, make you go down the aisle. That makes sense. And so that's where there's a lot of this, like, I would say, I call it, like, a non-answer of, like, well, I didn't know till I got to the end. It's like, because you technically, like, couldn't know. That makes sense. Quotes, until you got to the end. Yeah, I feel like the Cole hate is pretty disproportionate where I feel like we should have, where I think Bartiz really kind of committed way worse offenses and like way shittier things. And he seems to be fine in his bad decisions and like kind of the way that he acted, in, which was poorly. Whereas Cole is a Labrador. Like, I think that we couldn't take his divorce as, like, a really great example. His first divorce as, like, a great example of, like, he's just like, huh, what? Okay, whatever, moving on. And him and Zineb were obviously, like, not well-matched, right? Like, I think that's maybe something we should all just, like, take a minute and, like, take in. Clearly, Zineb kind of had some of, like, the same problems that, like, Matt did slash does, which is, like, the projecting of stuff. Like, I'm not saying her feelings aren't valid or that he didn't make her feel that way. But as somebody from the outside looking in, does it seem as egregious as Bartise telling Nancy that she better not have an abortion, although there are some cases where there could be a one-time pass? Like, you know, I just feel like... Uh, did I, I I feel like Zineb was like, you can make your point without putting another person down. And I think that a lot of it, like, I, you just end up feeling kind of bad for Cole. And I really don't want to feel bad for a white guy. But, like, you're making me kind of feel bad for him when he's sobbing in an empty ceremony room because he doesn't understand because you never actually communicated any of how you felt up until that moment and I do believe that they both have they both have very different opposite communication styles totally the role that Zineb has taken on post that is just like very confounding like her public apology that was like a non-apology on Instagram after the reunion about how she's like not the villain and Cole has to take responsibility. It's like, what do you want Cole to take responsibility for, for being immature? Like, I'm, yeah. just, like, I'm just not sure what she's trying to get out of this. And the more that she talks about it and the more that she harps on Cole, the more that I like feel bad for this dude. Because when he starts sobbing about how he he really regrets being on Love is Blind if it meant that he destroyed someone's confidence, but she refuses to, like, accept that. Because, like, if somebody said that to me, I'd be like, wow, like, I'm I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry, too, that it's all kind of played out this way. But instead, well, she sort of, like, doubled down on it. And it it didn't feel great towards the end, especially when, again, Bartise is sitting right there with his dumb little man bun and his stupid little earring. And we're all just, like, letting him get away with being a gross creep. I agree with you. I think that um, you've brought up some things around Zeneb in which I think during their relationship together, it was very clear these two were very mismatched. They had nice moments, but to your point, they had very different communication styles and living styles. Like that's a Mm -hmm. big thing too that we need to acknowledge. Like Cole being a slob is disgusting, but it's also not like a deal breaker for some people. And like 
the reality is or she's something a, that could or, be improved but improved. like improved but i think that like they made some point about how they edited Zenob to be like a nag and him to be this lovable goof and i'm not saying that they didn't do that but i think the best example of like Zenob's like kind of nitpicking behavior yes and insecure in like in her insecurities that like kind of come up around it is when he was like oh i had a good time she's like oh not great and it's like i couldn't live like that like to no. have somebody dissect every single thing Where i say and do on eggshells yeah that's really time. that's so hard well and i'm thinking about that orange scene so they they mm. aired after the reunion they aired the orange scene in question that the was the heavily scene. the cutie scene that was heavily referenced throughout the reunion where zenep claimed that cole had basically fat shamed her while ask you know telling her are you you know are you gonna eat that but when you watch this footage you realize it has nothing to do with that and well i'm not saying cole didn't do something like that at one point it it is not beyond the realm of possibility with this man um i will say like i look at this and i'm like yeah i think he just meant that you guys are going to a restaurant in two hours and he wants to make sure that you you know don't spoil your appetite but i don't think he's like out here trying to like shame you for eating these cuties He's I not think that- slapping a cutie out of your hand. It just no. Like the footage doesn't support the alleged crime, right? And I think that Zenab had very valid points about Cole and not being ready for this and not being the right person for her. Um, and I think if we had left where they were at the altar with what she said, I think I would side with her completely. But her in the reunion bringing up all these various points and nitpicking, you know, I think Cole was made out to be a much more of a bad guy than he actually is other than just being 25 26 years old and clearly not ready for a committed relationship like i i really think that to your point with matt like matt she has a lot of stuff that's unresolved like i cannot imagine i'm not saying it would be anyone easy for anyone who's lost a parent on their wedding day like i i preface it with this but she broke down so many times crying about this process throughout this process And I think for her, there's still a lot of grief. And on top of that, she was going to, you know, she was so disappointed about her sister not being able to be at this wedding. I feel like there was already, there were already so many factors there that, you know, made me realize this was probably not the best time for this person to get married. Um, And regardless of it being Cole or someone, you know, who's more suited for her. But it became, yeah, very apparent during this reunion that I think she wanted to fixate on certain things that just weren't really there to, you know, support an argument. Yeah, I think if at the altar she just said no and I don't think that you're, Cole, ready for like a committed relationship and just left it there instead of kind of like tearing him down a little bit in front of his friends and all of his friends were very weird that that's not let's not sidestep the fact that you and I both were like this has got some real like Christian boy yes 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 like summer camp counselors at a Christian school like just like it was a little weird I'm glad that he had his bros there to be like that's not you bro that's not you and the legit shock in everyone's face when she started this whole rant about what a bad person he was was palpable and of course do i think that somebody with that stupid of bow tie should be taken down a peg of of course i think that but like yeah the fact that her mom stepmom mom had to hug him bev had to hug him after was like i don't know it kind of like tells you all you need to know like when your mom feels bad for this dude who's allegedly hurt you but she still feels obligated to hug him because maybe what you did was not the nicest you know, I don't know. I'm just saying they're both a little wrong and they're both a little right. And yes. they're both 
right for not being together. But I also thought in the reunion, she went, so, everyone went so hard at Cole. It was I kind know. of wild. And very. And, and, and I'm just going to say, like, I believe a lot of what Zeneb said in terms of like how he made her feel. Yes. But one thing I will not prescribe to is I don't believe this I got a number at the bachelor party thing. I'm sorry. Not another no. one of those men was able to corroborate her story. No. And Bennett fucking hates Cole. If there was something to be said about Cole that wasn't good, Brennan would have totally told everybody, but he didn't. Yeah. So I have a hard time believing that. Like, I don't know if she like, I wouldn't say made it up, but like, I don't know, conflated slash confused some things and then like exaggerated it in the moment. But I just feel like Colden deserved the amount of hate. And the fact that she hasn't even talked to him in like the years since this has happened kind of feels fucked up. I'm not saying you owe him an explanation, but clearly dude was like not in a good place. And I just feel like even Nancy gave the worst person on earth the space to tell her about his thought process and decision making up until this point that I didn't feel like I just felt like she was very unfair to him and whatever you don't have she doesn't owe him fairness and women don't owe men shit but still yeah I don't know some of it just didn't it didn't land the way that she wanted to it was very Erica Jane and the widows and orphans it's like this isn't landing the way you think it is although you make some points within some of the shit that you're saying it's just not it's not landing yeah, I think, but you, what you've just brought up, I agree with you. I think it's a great transition into the last couple we need to talk about, which is Nancy and Bartiz. Like this man, I mean, you're making the punching, you know, ready to hit this man. I I'm agree. I'm ready to fight him. Uh, I am Nancy's brother. Like, yeah. I told when we were watching, I told you this. Like, I have been Nancy's brother in many friends' relationships where I'm like, you're like, I, I don't want to be right. I don't want to be right, but like. I don't know what to tell you. Like, this was never going to work. This man. I mean, the fact that, like, her whole family expressed more emotion than this dude did the entire time. I just, oh, I'm ready to fight Bartiz. He's just such a jerk. He's a real piece of shit. And I think it just, like, there is nothing, there was no moment of um, remorse uh, introspection introspection there's no pivot in any point during this episode no. where they he said they get to the altar and he says no no and other then, than like almost admitting that he fucked some random girl in a boat like weeks yes. after he, he dumped and nancy the, at the altar and then tried yeah. to tell us a man who tried to tell another woman on tv what she should do with her body that it's no one's business who he fucks dude go fuck yourself like i i would have i would have lit that stage up hey vanessa lachey why don't you interject with one of your stupid fucking things here at bartiz in this moment instead of like at any other point when we did not need you and quick yeah. sidebar can nick lachey keep jessica simpson's name out of his mouth for one second i understand that she still makes you money to this day but after you took half of her assets that she then won back by a billion dollars from her by herself that you need to bring her up all the time because it's the only way you stay relevant like stop bringing her up it is so annoying shut up nick lachey like <laughs> serious i it's for me i don't really have much more to say about bartice other than i think my thing is just like one i'm happy for nancy that she has a family that seems to advocate more for her than she does for herself She's a people pleaser. Like she's a people pleaser. And and it's really sad that she is. But like even the way that Bartiz talked to her brother, are you out of your fucking mind? I know. I know. You're making it worse, bro. I wanted to read 
reached to the screen and slapped this man. Like, you do not speak to her family this way. You just dumped her at the altar. You're not helping. Let her handle it. Or, and if it's too heated, you walk away and let her deal with her family. But what you're not going to do is speak to her parent, like her whole family this way. I mean, even his mom was like, when he said no, she's like, I don't like this. I don't approve of this. And I feel like that also tells you everything you need to know. But she did come in there and try to like, of course, cap for her son and no one can falter for that. But like, he was just, he's just such a poorly behaved person. What a poorly behaved man. And he doesn't deserve any of her real estate empire or her weird little laugh. Like poor Nancy. She was trying to serve like revenge look. And that hairstyle was so like prom 2003. I know it was not great. And I think the other thing that I won, I love that everyone went after him at the reunion pretty much. And not two, as much as they went after Cole they, though. Like it was I know, I know. And that's not enough. It was, and that's who they should have fixated more on was Bartiz. Cause he's the real piece of shit out of all of this. Um, and then the other thing that I was going to bring up around Nancy and Bartiz was just like, First off, Bartiz looked like such a fucking clown at the wedding day, like what he was wearing. Like, <laughs> he looked I'm like so a waiter. happy. He looked like, look like a cater waiter. Like, such an idiot. And then I just, this man just represents to me so much that's just bad with the bad, the real bad of love is blind. I feel like at this point, um, this was one that for me shifted. And what was interesting was like, we had from the get-go a villain in season two out of shake. Like he sucked. We didn't sure. like him. He was always a villain from the get-go. We didn't like him because even in the pods, he was a dipshit. And Bartise, I think makes me angrier in some ways because he led this total front to claim that he was above it all, that he was 25 or 26, but he was not like other 25, 26 year olds. Like, I think that makes him worse in many other ways. Like I just, I hate shake so much, but I can just appreciate at least that the man is who he says he is and doesn't try to change who he is in the pods. He was a dipshit regardless. And I, I think I can respect that more than the twists and turns Bartiste led us to and the slow manipulation of Nancy and making her feel like her choices and her opinions are not valid, uh, but that his half-assed opinions are, are significantly more valid despite having zero research or foots to back it up on, you know, like anyway, screw this man. I'm so happy. We will hopefully never have to see him again. Um, although I'm sure we might have the beyond the reunion episode. Oh yeah. 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 When they do, they're like, Oh, lock him in a cabin and see what happens. Yes. In a year from now, lock him in a ranch. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Take them to a dude ranch and lock him up, lock him up and let him fight. Um, there was no more satisfying moment though in the whole season than when Nancy breaks that stupid fucking bracelet that he makes them get. Yeah. That was satisfying. So satisfying. So satisfying. And you just heard a preview from one of our Patreon episodes. If you enjoyed what you heard, you can in fact subscribe to our Patreon page. $5 a month gets you access to two pieces of content. Generally, they're bonus episodes that talk about what we've been watching on TV, be it the latest documentaries or series, reality shows, movies. Uh, Really, it's just a lot of the type of stuff that we don't get to cover on our regular show because it's happening now versus 1990-something or 2000-something. So if you like that, definitely go over to patreon.com slash oldmillennialspod and you can go ahead and subscribe. We really appreciate it. Um, If you cannot make that commitment, 
statement. We totally understand. Uh, we always appreciate a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever else you listen that has a rating system. Um, and then finally, you can always check us out on Instagram and Facebook at The Old Millennials Pod. Thanks so much. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.